<laughs> so hi everyone this is gonna be uh the wonderful podcast of ghost king where we start ghosting people of course right toxic toxic, uh, <laughs> toxic ghost toxic ghosting <laughs> uh well no this podcast is gonna be okay first of all my name is steven my name is edith and she's gonna be my little guest today and this is going to be a podcast about a conversation, pretty much. And then just talking to people, having a conversation with them. And pretty much just putting a spotlight on something that they're passionate about. Like you're passionate about? Technology. Nice. How many hours do you spend on your phone a day? Honestly, I could say it from my little timey thing. That you know the little yeah, yeah. For, from the little iPhone that says mm-hmm. screen time yeah um I would say nine hours a day so it's like a full time job huh <laughs> yeah very hard yeah do do you ever take a uh, lunch break or go on your thirty minute break no bro I don't eat oh shit you're right who 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 needs to eat I'm fucking sounding like an owl <laughs> <laughs> who needs to eat when you have I can't talk bro when you have- <laughs> who needs to eat when you have a full-time job like that. So demanding. <laughs> right? 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 right. <laughs> well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Obviously, your name is Edith, but like, tell us a little bit about you. So, I'm your girlfriend, right? Yeah. But but besides that, that's not my whole personality. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'm very much into like getting into new hobbies and stuff like that. So right now I'm passionate about cars. My little project car outside of the house right now. What kind of car do you have? A Lexus GS300, a 1999 model. <laughs> so you don't have a 2001 GS430? No, that that would be yours. Oh, oh with the V8 one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's just a super in a soup. Just a super in a soup. Super in a soup. Yeah. At least you can say you have a super in a soup. Exactly. At least I could say I have a car. <laughs> Not a working car or a running car. But a car. But a car. That's more than most people. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> well, you like new hobbies. Uh, what are some of your hobbies? Well, I mean, right now, like, I color. I make little bracelets. I'm going to start a business soon. What's your business going to be called? The Divine Co. Uh, how did you come up with that name? Well, Mac Miller, you know, he's legend, you know. Of, of True legend. Very much a legend. So I took um, his idea, or well, not idea, but, you know, one of his albums called The Divine Feminine. So you were inspired by his album? No, literally, like I was. And it's like, I think it's so cool that he made an entire album based on, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was for his girl at the time. Mm-hmm. Um and she's very like you know cutesy feminine and things like that and like I feel like the feminine body should be more um praised rather than you know seen as like uh like very sexualized like I should be it should be more like goddess type so that's kind of how I got my you know my whole business name and all of that it should be like on one of those like Greek statues like someone just. With the little hammer and just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically for me, like, the Divine Co., my my whole name would be on making the female body more, 
viewed more as a, a goddess than as a sexual ob- object. As an art. Art, basically. Because women's bodies are art. No, literally. Pe- people in general, their bodies are art. Of course. But I feel like with women, they're too overly sexualized. Mm-hmm. You know? So. You just hear Pierre in the bag. Just... Pierre. Pierre. Not the producer, but my cat. Oh, I love that man. But I hate that man as well. Did he scratch you a lot? He was biting me earlier. Yeah. <laughs> he just he just comes to bite you now? Yeah, no, but he's so cute. He cuddles with me. I'm not a cat lady, but I love that man. All cat ladies say they weren't cat ladies when they got their first cat. I don't care. That's the only cat I'm going to own. If not that cat, I'm going to get another one. The like the ones that look like leopards. I forgot what they're called. But I want oh, the bald ones? No, those are ugly. Those look literally like ball sacks. <laughs> the body of a ball sack should be admired, okay? <laughs> it should be praised. It should be praised. That's such a beautiful bald cat. It looks like my ball sack. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> oh, wait. No, but yeah. I think... Uh, I I agree with you. You know, it's very sexualized, and I feel like they need to shine the light on it as a as a work of art, as a piece of art, rather than something that could like you know sexualize and like like a piece of meat. Literally, like a piece of meat. Yeah, because men be treating women sometimes as pocket pussies. Oh, dude, I hate people like that. <laughs> I wonder who does that. You know, whoever whoever does that, I hope. Their car doesn't work. I hope their tags are expired and they don't have insurance and the, their car isn't running and have squeaky suspension. And pop the tire. Yeah, pop the tire or two, you know. And I hope... Check engine light. Yeah, and I hope if he has a second car, that car needs engine mounts. Yeah. And then it will change. Yeah, but not directly toward, directed towards anybody, but, you know. Yeah, in general. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is going to be a podcast where we have a conversation and talk about something that the other the guest has a strong like um connection with. So like whatever they're patching it about, we're going to put a little spotlight on it and then just have a conversation and just kind of like learn from each other. And hopefully by the end of each episode, we learn something and we have like some knowledge that we can share with people whether that be a topic controversial topic or like their business or like you know their reason for their business or something like that and that's why the name is ghost king because i feel like (laughs) some things that we're passionate about or that we want to talk about are not really seen like a ghost it's there but you know you're not really seeing it and since kings always get the praise, the spotlight, we're putting a spotlight on something that's unseen. So it's going to be a king. So earlier, I asked the, what you're passionate about. And you said technology. And we're talking about your screen time. Yeah, that's a little embarrassing. It's like <laughs> nine to ten hours. <laughs> a full-time job. Literally a full-time job. But do you think we're, like, dependent on technology? Or, like, what do you think about that? I feel like since technology made such a like, advancement on... Speaking of technology. Speaking of technology, <laughs> made such an ad- advancement for 
the past couple of years, how we went from having flip phones to, you know, pretty much having a whole ass computer on on our pocket, and on, on our hand. I feel like we've gotten more or less a little bit lazy when it comes to certain things. And we kind of took away from different things. So it would be like the opportunity to sit down and like kind of talk to you face to face. Yeah. Supposed to like, you know, just a phone call. And I feel like it's very good, but it's sometimes very bad. And again, with like kids, how parents give their kid an iPad and the iPad kids. The iPad yeah. kids yeah. They don't go out a lot. What I've seen is that, I mean, at least with my niece, she doesn't go out at all. And when she goes out, she like her brains e- explode. Like they don't let her out of the house. She's always watching Bluey, or like she's always like on the phone. She knows how to work a phone, and she's like one years old. She knows how to take pictures. Yeah, that's scary. My phone has those <laughs> the spam pictures. pictures of her. <laughs> yeah, she she takes pictures like those Facebook moms kind of. Literally, no, but I feel like with at least with technology and. Quarantine has a lot to do with this, too, because, like, what are we supposed to do during quarantine? We were, like... Nothing but be on TikTok. Literally, TikTok, like, took over, and, like, technology took over. Yeah, like, we can't go, like, to how it was before when we would be able to travel, see our family face-to-face. So, we are dependent, but in a way, it's kind of helpful, especially because, like, with COVID, COVID's, like, really bad, um... You know, whatever your thoughts are on that, whatever, it doesn't matter. But either way, technology does help with, like, getting in contact with people. Like how you said earlier, like, we depend on our phones to talk to people. But also, that's very useful, especially during these times. Yeah, I agree. I definitely feel like, at least for me, I had nothing to do in quarantine when all that was happening. So, I feel like... At least for me, I was definitely, you know, trying to, like, find myself and, like, you know, be, like, at peace with myself and, like, you know, things that I would work on for myself. But since I had a whole 24 hours for me a day to do nothing, I would tend to go on my phone a lot. Either watch movies, watch a show, whatever. But I felt like I felt I was a little too dependent on my, like entertainment with my phone when i could have been with family with my family playing like a little penguin game with my sister the one we bought with the little i've been wanting to play that game forever yeah i'm not inviting you over yeah no i don't want to go yeah yeah no you might you guys might have covid i don't know i heard that you got it um anyway (laughs) fix it apart please (laughs) no but yeah i feel like that like sometimes technology takes away from little things like that I remember when I was little, I would love to go outside. I would always go up to my mom and tell her, is it okay if I go outside? Like, my friends are here or this and that. And I feel like kids are more like, let me FaceTime them and, like, play online. Rather than going outside and, like, getting those scuffs at their knees and getting all those memories from, like, oh, you remember that time you were trying to, like, ride a bike and you were on the sea signing up? I'm not saying that because, you know, I did that. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, in general. You've done that? Like a little unicycle type thing? Yes, but with the whole ass bike. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I also kind of... training wheels? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I also was riding my bike one time. And I don't know how. Maybe it's because I was too heavy. But the chain kind of, like, broke on me. And somehow, 
the front of the tire bent or something that made me like you know shoot forward, shoot forward pretty yeah. much and it was in my apartments where the floor was different it was a made out of like a bunch of little rocks mm-hmm. and all those rocks made my both my knees scuff my shoulder I the pain I stayed there for like a minute just trying to recover. I was like, low key kind of oh. miss those type of pains because like now I don't go outside. I mean I see the whole difference too with like you know the whole like I'm I don't think oh I don't know if I'm Gen Z but at least with my brother he's fifteen years old I'm nineteen so there's like a four eight four year age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, with him, well at least when I was little, I would always be outside and I'd tell him like oh let's go outside and play this and that. And that was when I was 10. And then, like, now I see him and he's locked up in his room playing his games. Yeah, he's communicating with people, but he doesn't go out a lot with his friends. And when he does, it's only, like, three times a year. When quarantine started, he quarantined. Like, that man quarantined. Didn't go out for nothing. (laughs) Not even for his friends, no nothing. But he did lose a lot of communication with his, you know, his school friends. But he made a lot more friends online. Which is scary because, like... You never know if they're going to be pervs. Yeah. But I 100% see the difference with me and my brother. Because when I was 15, I would go out with my friends a lot. I'd be here at the mall. I'd go, you know, walk to Safeway, Target. Like, I would chill at the park with them. I would walk my dog to their house, hang out with them at their house. And, like, he doesn't. He, like, he's, he texts them on Snap. He's like, you know, let's play a game. And then he's on there for, like, the whole day. He's mm. either at school, sleeping, or playing a game. Yeah. Or, like, eating here and there. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, I see those big differences in me and him. Because when I was 15, I wasn't like that. Like, yeah, I had my, like, my fair share of, like, staying at home on my PS4 and playing with my friends. But, like, that man lives on his Since PS4. you kind of grow up more of going outside and stuff like that. Yeah. You tended more to go outside and kind of, like rely on the technology part for like whenever you would be bored at least that i feel like that's how it would be because i that's kind of how i was i was never really into like video games like that like super like 10 hours you know and stuff like that yeah on on the chat you know yeah no whenever i would be in a sweat in call of duty yeah pretty much i'm not saying that was a sweat but i was pretty decent anyways back to my story (laughs) no but i I like how your sister's growing up though like from what you tell me like she's not consistently like on her ipad or anything and yeah she like likes tiktok and shit but what like you're like oh yeah like my sister went out with her friend or like oh yeah she goes out with my mom this and that like i like the way your sister's growing up because she's not growing up too fast she's still like from what i see she's still like very very like she's a little child yeah and then like at least for me, when she's what, 11? 12? I'm about to be 12, yeah. I'm about to be 12. So, like, I remember me being 12, I was already wanting to grow up and all of that. And she, like, still has, like, that child vibe in her. And yeah. It's, like, that she, innocence. Cause she's still pretty much, you know, still okay. still enjoying her time right now. Yeah. And I like how she goes outside. Because yes. there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, I'm not pointing fingers, but my brother, <laughs> don't be going outside that much. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. I I like the way your little sister is growing up. That's one thing that... Well, I mean, you're not raising her, so why'd you say thank you? No, but... Well, I mean, I tell her, you know, I'm like, let's go to the park. I mean, yeah, she tells me no, but... Oh, wait. Well, yeah. But But I don't know. I like like how 
your mom's actually taking that initiative to be like, oh, go outside. Or, you know, like, Lane can go, go outside instead of being like, oh, here, just watch TV. Or like, oh, here's the phone, just stay there and don't bug me. Yeah. She and very like she colors, she you knows she does other things, not just like on her iPad all day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably if you know, my mom would be like, you know, you could do whatever, she'd probably be there most of the day. Yeah. But then again, she does come uh, she's kinda like me where like she gets bored at a certain point and then she does something else. So she goes to color or stuff like that. Yeah. So like a little ADHD moment? <laughs> maybe. I mean I know for sure, you know, like I don't know. I can't concentrate like that, but I, at least yeah. to her, that's what I see, like, yeah. a little bit of, like, me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like dependency on technology, we need to, like, chill for a bit, but then again, there's, like, all these new inventions, like, the Tesla. It's, like, literally a phone that drives you around, and that's scary to me. Yeah. It's, like, what if one day, like, technology takes over, and it's, like... You forget to pay the car, boom. and then the car just drives itself <laughs> back to your dealership. <laughs> yeah. You're like, my car. Say, or say if they're like driving and it like malfunctions or whatever and it drives you off a cliff. Which oh. I'm not saying is like a bad thing or whatever. Yeah, you <laughs> I know, like mind, but... my car accidentally runs uh into a tree and I'm like, oh no. But your cars are not electronic. Okay, but like let's say I have a Tesla. In oh. a scenario, in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I wouldn't be mad about it, but <laughs> someone could also hack, like let's say you oh, have a stalker. Yeah. Have you heard that though? Like, they actually, like, hacked the, the Tesla and all of uh, that. So, like think, ab- think about it. You have a stalker, and he's, like, pretty good with technology. Ooh. And he hacks it, so, like, it drives to somewhere where you don't want to go. Or, like, the Apple AirTags. Yeah. People same. are hiding them in their in people's cars. Yeah, and then that's, like, a whole scary thing, too. Yeah. So I got to check my Mazda just in case, you know, someone. If, if we ever break up and you see an Apple AirTag, mind your business. I'm going to just be like, oh, it's from Mazda because they did it to protect me. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah They're yeah, looking yeah. out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anything, I'm going to take it out because it's probably going to be, like, by the way or something. I'm going to be like, so it doesn't get messed up. Put it inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in your little um, glove arm compa- ri- oh, oh, compartment. Yeah. Your little armrest, too. Yeah. You know, just to keep it safe so yeah, I can be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, technology is both scary and beneficial. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good points to technology, but then there's a lot of cons. Well, yeah. there's a lot of pros and cons. And I feel like... Honestly, I feel like it just it just matters on the people like the, who have it. So if it ends up in the wrong hands, it's like the usage. Yeah. Because with um, little kids, I honestly don't think little kids should have iPads, iPhones, no. or like you know things like that. Like yeah, maybe like a TV here and there, but limited. And also yeah. like all the things online. Like I don't think they should have full access to the to internet. online because there's a lot of people that are creepy yeah. or they get accidentally like watch something. And not supposed to, them. yeah. Yeah, because I mean, at least for me, if I ever do have kids, I'm not saying that I want them, but yeah. I'll. I don't think for their first, I would say until they get to high school, I wouldn't give them that type of technology. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. you could watch the TV. It's like, yeah, you could have access to a computer, but it's limited. Yeah, I feel like at least with at least with my sister, like right now, her school and my school, we they gave us Chromebooks, right? So for her, you know, she kind of has to use technology. She has to go through Zoom, email people and stuff like that. So, you know, and obviously, like, how my sister, like, how she gets dropped off at the bus and all that. She has a phone so she can call us and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I would give them a phone, you know, to, you know, call me and stuff. Yeah. But I would very much limit, like, 
what they do with the phone and you know it's all about like kind of setting a boundary when it comes to technology for little kids yeah because yeah certain things can help them you know kind of like grow like how i remember uh when i came here from mexico they would have me on the little uh i think it was the abc.com or something whatever oh yeah, yeah, yeah bro that was hella expensive you're hella bougie for that dude like i wouldn't my mom I, was like oh we should look into it and i'm yeah, like That's I, w- I would i would be doing all that and then yeah and then little programs here and there from my school that would have me like you know rosetta stone i remember oh, you were bougie i remember i was somewhat you know like into rosetta stone it was mainly like you know like games that had to do with that yeah. we had a whole like you know lab like i think it was on wednesday or something we would go to like the, the computer lab and then we would do the little typing the games lab. I the computer, the computer lab. lab when you to like block your screen because yeah. you'd be playing cool math games or like <laughs> doing whatever you know oh for school at least for me um you know you had you know, when you came from Mexico, like, obviously, there was that, like, language barrier. Mm-hmm. For me, I came here when I was two. But my main language, my first language was Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you're a Nosavo kid, huh? I'm not a Nosavo kid. It's just, you know, slowly English and Spanish is kind of, you know. I, Wait, I, hold on, I'm not done. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but at least for me, my parents put me into school very early. So before preschool, I had, I think I had a personal teacher. I'm not 100% sure. So you were bougie. But, yeah, but no, I'm not not Rosetta Stone bougie or ABC Mouse bougie. Little, <laughs> Dude, I I've never experienced that. Song. The flashbacks I get from hearing little <laughs> Yuke just. <laughs> no, but like at least for me, they they hired like a personal teacher for me, so I could like, you know, learn English better and all of that. But I don't know. I feel like my parents did a good job with like putting me onto that, and like. With my brother, they kind of, like, didn't do that. Well, at least they didn't do that for my sister either, and she's older. But they didn't do that for my brother, so they were investigating other ways to, like, teach him how to, like, learn his ABCs and stuff like that. I feel like my brother's, like, a slow learner, not gonna lie. I don't think he knows how to tie his shoes well. But, and he's 15, so, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he needs to so. take a lesson on... <laughs> on how to tie shoes. He needs to go on Skillshare and then just Literally. show how to tie a shoe. Yeah, but I would go on to, like, the internet and all of that, like, trying to figure out how to help my brother. I would help them, too, but my brother was, like, very, like, I don't want to learn this and that. So his multiplication tables, he was very, like, behind on that. You know, his parent-teacher conferences would be pretty bad. Mine would be pretty good because, you know, I was a pe- people pleaser back then. Mm-hmm. Until I got to, like, my junior year, my sophomore year of high school. I was like, fuck all, fuck all that, bro. It's like, it's my Absolutely. life. Why would I, you know, want to please other people for it? Yeah, you kind of have to live it, you know, the way you want to live it. Yeah. Because that makes it enjoyable. If you're trying to please other people. Or if you're really trying to, you know, make, like, your parents happy and stuff. Sometimes you guys weren't, you know, kind of brought up the same and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah, they're your parents, but the way... Their parents, you know, raised them. It's, it's not completely the different. Yeah, completely yeah. different. Especially, like, you know, for both of us, our parents grew up in Mexico. Yeah. We we spent a little bit of time there. Oh, but two years, bro. Two, two years for <laughs> I you. I don't remember. Eight years for me. But, you know, still, like, I, at least for me, I can see, like, how people are there to to hear. And it is very different. So, you know, sometimes your parents, at least from what I've seen, they don't always agree. At least with my parents, they don't always agree with, like, my uh, actions when it comes to you know either school or other things but you know 
it's because you know we have a different mentality not just because yeah. we're younger but based on like the oh. environment and also, I feel in. like our generations have a lot to do with that. Yeah. So, like, uh. as long... Well, I mean, with also, like, to, going back to technology and generations, like, um, before, when I was little, I had, like, the little flip phones and everything. So, I was, like... I think I got my first phone at, in second grade. But it was, like, a little flip phone. I had Tetris. I had, you know, like, little contacts and everything. I had the Nokia phone. I mean, I didn't t- think we have it. They kind of send it to Mexico, and I would just have it. But oh. no line. But, you know, I would be playing around with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That little but, undestructible phone. Yeah, but I feel like with, like, as generation goes on, like, we do learn a lot through the internet. And, like, our parents obviously didn't have that. So they're like, oh, how does this work? At least from what I see with my parents, they're like, how does this work? And they get frustrated so easily. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. They, they I will, from what I see, we are growing up very different than our parents because they never had this type of technology like from what i see in my room i have three phones a switch a computer a tv like a projector and all of that and that's not like you know counting like like your old phone or things that you have like dude i have like five five or six iphone six in like my closet somewhere and like on top of that I, i have like my apple watch so it's just like in my room alone, there's probably like 10 or more devices in here. Yeah, same so. in my house. I have, I mean, obviously I have a TV, but you know, yeah. I have my first phone, my second phone, my third phone that I bought myself, yeah. my fourth <laughs> phone that I also bought myself, and also my fifth phone that is the one I'm currently using. Yeah. Plus, I have an iPad that is like old and it's just sitting there. And you have my iPad. <laughs> I have your iPad. The Apple Pencil, that's so weird. The fact that they made a pencil, like, simply for technology is so crazy to me. Because, like, we're not using wooden pencils anymore. Like, I'm so used to wooden pencils. Like, everything's online and everything. But I prefer writing it down. Because yeah. at least, like, from the program that we're in, they want it all typed out. But I feel like there's no personality. There's no, like, you know, it doesn't seem like a person is it's writing it emotion yeah emotionless. Like, it's missing like the emotion the, the humanity the humani- literally the humanity yeah. so for me at least i'm like low-key kind of old school but also just like i like the way handwriting looks especially like pencil on paper that's so pretty to me that's like oh look you could see that a human wrote this and like oh no a computer wrote that yeah. at least with my essays and things like that like um when was it? i think it was during High school is where they started 100% implementing, like, technology. And keep in mind, I'm 19, so I barely graduated, like, a year ago. So. About to be two years, yeah. Don't even remind me. Bro, <laughs> no, it, I have three years. Um, Growing up is scary. Growing up is scary. At least for for me. Uh, little me, little, me- little Mexican me back then. I would always hear stories about cousins uncles my dad my mom and stuff like that how they would go out they would have fun and different things like that and i'm like i want to be older like them so i can do stuff like that and the way i feel like with me i only think about i would only think about the good things but i wouldn't really think about all responsibility work you know things like that and then once you get older you kind of see that it's not all like sunshines and shit like that. Yeah. It's very much like 
it's a gray area. There's no black or white. There's no, it's wonderful or it's not very like depressing all the time. It's yeah. a lot of gray area. And I think like, at least for, someone told me this when it came to school in middle school, how they don't really prepare us to grow up like that. Like yeah. in a way, yes, but in a way, no. There was a teacher that would, uh, I don't, she wasn't a teacher. She was like a little TA, but she would also have like a little like classroom. I, I don't know. I don't remember because I never she had like her. A, like a teacher. I mean, a teacher assistant, that's what TA. But like uh, a teacher in training. What were they called? Those like, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But training. no, she had like, she pretty much had her own class, but it was like a special class for like people. Not like a special ed class, but it's more like an extra support for for people. Oh, like, um. Like, the English support class. Pretty like much, that? yeah. Kind of like that, yeah. Uh, and I remember she was talking to this one girl one time. And we were in a science class. And she said to me, she's like, Steven, quick question. You can answer this honestly. I won't, you know, give you shit for it or anything. But do you think you're going to go to college? And I was like, honestly, no. And she said, see, there's people who don't really, like, want to go to college and stuff. And I feel like... The earlier schools, like middle school, high school, obviously more high school than middle school, but they should have like specific, you know, classes to, you know, whatever options, give you options and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. From what I've noticed, at least um, I grew up since middle school, I've always been like set on being something in the medical field. I think it's like hereditary or something because my mom was a nurse. My sister's a dental assistant mm -hmm. and I'm, I want to be a physical therapist. But since middle school, I've always, I've always had that sense of growing up has a lot of responsibilities and all of that. So I had my life one hundred percent set since yeah. middle school, and it's just like little holes I have to feel like fill here and there and all of that. So it's just like, I don't know, like schools should be more, like they should have a class specifically to like, oh, here are your options. It's like you don't have to decide now. You do have options. Let me show you these options. Because in high school, I had... Um, I was in this program. It was called Health Academy, which is... Honestly, I'm pretty grateful for. Because they did have a lot more resources than the rest of the classes. And they were showing me. They're like, oh, well, since you guys want to be in the medical field, we have... I took a class of... Um, I think it was like... I forgot what it was called. Uh, oh, no. Just kidding. I forgot what it was called. But basically, it was like they show you basic nursing. So um, say if you wanted to be a home nurse, they show you all of that. And then they also give you like the chance to, you know, be in a class for like dentist stuff. So if you want to be a dental assistant, a hygienist and all of that, they have a class for that. And they take you specifically to that like school. So I went to a high school that's like near my neighborhood. And then they would go all the way to like. It's called Mission Trails, but they would take me, us from a bus from my school all the way to that school. So we could have those opportunities to be like a firefighter, a nurse, a dental assistant, or like a dentist. Yeah, see, that's, like, I think that's pretty good. Cause yeah, I think um, I didn't know about it until my sister went into high school and told me about it. And uh, whenever I would talk about it with my friends, they're like, oh, we have that program. Like, they really don't like showcase programs like that. And I think that's, like, a big thing, like, save, like, for you. Would you say that the program was a ghost? 
Yes. And then they need to put a little spotlight on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they would they would do that. You know, like we would go to middle schools to my middle my old middle school i remember we did like a whole thing where we oh, went. like a presentation and yeah. like talk about it yeah, yeah yeah but like a lot of people like they're kids yeah so they're not Why gonna are they you gonna know? go be like oh look it's a medical thing like oh look it's like a construction thing or like yeah. oh it's like a lawyer thing like they're kids and they're not interested in like big jobs like that yeah. but i feel like for more like high school we should go more to like high schools and like but like here are the options that you have in your school, at least for freshmen. Yeah. Um, cause I know they do that, but in the beginning of the year, mm. it's like show them throughout the year, cause they I've only do, seen a little bit. Yeah, they should do like the you little know, freshman introduction like yeah. that, and then like you know halfway through the year, how at least for my school they would do the little like academic awards, you know. But like mm-hmm. yeah, we have like the quarterly ones and then the semester ones. Oh, we never had that. Oh, shit, yeah. But I feel like something like that, where we're all already there, uh-huh. especially for, like, the freshmen, and then, you know, kind of tell them, like, we told you guys this in the beginning, but we just wanted to refresh your memory to see if anything changed, yeah. if you guys get a new interest or things like that, and then just let them know about the classes. Yeah, because I don't think we should be introducing jobs to middle schoolers. If anything, we should be introducing them to, like, the high schools they want to go to, or, like, yeah. they have these options for high schools. Um yeah, like maybe that they live far away, this and that, but you know, they could send a bus, but I feel like, like make sh- it more accessible. Yeah, I feel like, yes, high schools, but also like little programs, not necessarily for like career wise, but like you know, like we have clubs for chess or for volleyball Ooh. or for basketball, you know, we did that for to get them interested, you know. I had a, I was in a baile class, so it was dancing, Mexican, like kind of culture, um, that. I mostly learned in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did a lot of, like, presentations, like, a lot of, like, dancing in front of, like, people and things like that um, to get people interested in, like, the program, to sign up for the class and all that. I've seen that they do a lot more efforts for that by the class than they did for, like, any other thing. Um, but I feel like they should be more open about, like, other things, like the Health Academy one I know they had like a Japanese one, mm-hmm. um, so where you would, you know, obviously go to. It was called Japanese club or the Japan club or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something along those lines. But they would basically just like they would take a yearly trip to to um, to Japan, mm-hmm. and they would also do that with the French class. So I don't know. They sh- they should do. They should be more open about the programs and things like that that they have. Yeah, 100%. Because get them interested on the high school by, you know, telling them about certain uh, clubs. So it'd be like, you know, if they're interested, someone's always going to be interested in something, you yeah. know. So it's going to be, they're going to be interested in like a club for chess or something a like that. Welding. I didn't know we had a welding class yeah, until see, I graduated. Like and it could be something for fun that they want to learn. And then, yeah. you know, later on when they're like, oh, you know, you have a welding program. I and mean, then they're like, oh, it's not just a club. It's like, you know, I can make a career yeah, out of club, this. Yeah. Especially if it's something that I enjoy. Because uh, there's a philosopher, Alan Watts. He said, if you can find, like, people, so, someone, I can't remember it. But it was, you know, somebody's always interested in something. And, you know, as long as you could, like, you know, do that you can find a way to make money 
and obviously money not gonna be your you know priority for that you're gonna enjoy doing that but someone's gonna like be interested in it so they can make a living off something like that but then that comes back to me when it says where i say like you know if i have to do something for a job it kind of takes away the fun of it yeah but that's where you can find like a middle ground that you could find a job that you enjoy doing and it doesn't get like super boring oh yeah when you're doing it and you can make a career off of it yeah because i mean at least for me i i quit my last job because of my mental health and the way that they were treating me really wasn't the best and it was fun at first and like until that specific manager started like putting more pressure on me and like it started feeling more like a job than you know like you know i'm doing this because i want to and it just made me lose all motivation and i quit it was a good paying job but i quit because of my mental health i I think everybody should be prioritizing mental health um so like how you said like you don't want your hobby to be feeling like a job like Like, you you have have you you forced you know thing yeah so like there's always that middle ground um at least like i know with you you like this whole like you know like this podcast you know yeah. i know you're trying to start a brand and everything um and like obviously you don't want that if you like a job but yeah. it's like you're making you're creating your own business to work for yourself and give yourself like that like space for your mental health yeah and then kind of make it fun for me too make know? it fun cuz i know you're going to have to um network a lot yeah. So on top of like, you know, doing your business, you get to talk to a lot of people, get to experience a lot of like different stories and like, you know, I, re- I really like talking to people because um, a conversation could lead to anywhere. So yeah. you could start off by, you know, uh, being like, hey, what's your name or like stuff like that. And it just leads to like, oh, I like this color. You know, yeah. I really like your shoes. And it's like, I like the color. Yeah. It's like, oh, do you know I have a guitar that's the same color as that? And I really like it. It's like, oh, you play guitar. And, you know, it could lead it, to something. Yeah. And then you could have a, like, a connection based off a conversation. Yeah. And then, you know, it all pretty much starts with the conversation. It's literally how, like, me and you met. We had, like, a common middle ground, like, cars. You like cars? I also like cars. And we yeah. were talking about cars. And then onto that, like, it led off to, like, you yeah. play sports. I used to play sports. And then, you know. Yeah. So, and then... All of a sudden, we're dating, so yeah. <laughs> you never know. The possibilities yeah. are endless with people and, like, having a conversation with them. Yeah. Like, simply saying, like, oh, I like your sweater. They'll be like, oh, cool. Like, I got it uh, here and here. And, and then like, you could go to that place yeah. and then right there you can meet someone. Yeah. And then that person could, you know, be a future business partner, a future, you know, love interest. Yeah. Pretty much anything. Or like a future thing. sugar daddy or sugar mama. You get money. Yeah, anyways, next to the next topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, you like, really never know, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like humans are very... I mean, obviously, they're very social. There could be people who are assholes because of their come-up and all of that. But, you know, you just have to, like, you know, bug them a little and be like, hey, and then show them that. Let them, like, lose their... their put down their wall. And yeah, put down their wall and, you know, connect that, make that connection, so... Yeah. You guys could have like a good relationship, but then again, with people, it's a like hit or miss. Yeah. If they don't like you, they don't like you. You know, yeah. don't sweat it. There's other people. There's yeah. like what seven billion people in the world. Yeah, and then you know, like, obviously, you're not them. your life is not gonna revolve around that person. Yeah. Just because they don't like you, it's not gonna be like the end of the world oh, and no, stuff yeah. like that. You know. It's like there's seven billion people in the world. Why are you gonna stress over one person? Yeah. 
if they don't like you or you know stuff like that that's their loss yeah. because you're a hu- amazing human so yeah, of course they're lost of course. yeah no but um i think in like the program where they told us they're like um if they tell you no we're like okay well that's fine there's other opportunities i get the chance to experience from this mm-hmm. and see what i could do different for the next person and tell me yes yes it's a learning process yeah. you know it's pretty much like life yeah. when an opportunity doesn't you know work there's always going to be another opportunity like how you said um with i think it was like a job or something like they told you you know oh i it was with like vans yeah i applied for vans and me being undocumented you know i kind of said they were like well there's an issue here and stuff like that yeah and then you're like a door closes and then one opens which i went back to my old job in the morning yeah which you know that wasn't my option but it's an opportunity, you know. They reached out to you. They're like, hey, do you know anybody? And you're like, yeah. oh, me. So. Yeah. Th- yeah, it's very much like things come your way if you're looking for them, you know. Yeah. Obviously, you know. And also with, like, your friend, he wants to hire you. Yeah, he business. he wants to, like, kind of help me out. So that's and another then, door that opened. Yeah. Pretty much, you never know what can happen. There's always opportunities that come your way if you, you kind of manifest it, you know. If yeah. you kind of, like, take a step towards that there are gonna be things coming your way yeah like at least with my business from what i'm seeing um i've been doing research but i haven't like taken that push Mm -hmm. um my mom today because we i went to go look at like machines and all of that um today she's like okay it needs to be done today if we're not doing it today it's never gonna happen so she called me at eight in the morning i was already like (laughs) you know i was out so, um, You're slumped. I, I don't wake up until like 11. So <laughs> I got up like around 10 and everything. And she's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. So I went to go look at the place for the machine and it was 3,500, right? So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I could get this type of money and all of that. And my mom's like, I'm going to help you. Your dad's going to help you. We're going to figure this out, like, um, to get all of the money together to yeah. do this because at the end of the day it's for my future and my parents love to seem like to see Their me kids, succeed yeah succeed and yeah. stuff oh, I mean also my brother and sister but <laughs> you know who? Huh? Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly who, who yeah <laughs> no but like they love seeing their kids succeed so the fact that they're taking this chance on me it's very I'm very grateful for it I know you're taking also a chance on me for this whole business thing too yeah because when i told you i'm like i like if you want you know you could take this chance and then you're like okay well you know it's set you're doing yeah. this so yeah. very grateful i feel for like that. yeah when people see like at least what i've like well my cousin has told me or other people have told me as long as they see like i would say the like passion. a little yeah, yeah a passion a little spark for you don't want to succeed that you actually they want to see that you actually want it then people are going to help you yeah you know not always like you know money or but it's always going to be some sort of support support, either emotional support you know just being there helping you out like oh well i have this day off i can help you with something yeah or stuff like that but there's always going to be people that help you if they see that you're passionate and that you really want it yeah like people like how i I need that push. I feel like you also need that push because you have your podcast. You're barely starting now, but you had everything in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Okay. So quick backstory to a podcast since, you know, this is kind of the, the introduction to it. I wanted to start a podcast in high school because in high, I graduated 2019. 
I I love talking to people. I love having conversation with people. You know, it's a really good thing. I feel like, and somehow I was like, you know, getting into podcasts back then, and I was like, you know. Why don't I start a podcast? I talk all the fucking time. I don't shut the fuck up. You, you know? literally don't. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to, you know, talk and then, you know, kind of put a conversation that could, you know, help someone if they're feeling down and then they hear a conversation about someone who also feels down or some- something, you know. Yeah. You could al- you always take, you know, learn from something. So pretty much that. And I would get in my head a lot. I would be like, you can't do this, you know. No one's going to listen and stuff like that. You know, no one can listen, but at least I did it and I tried. Yeah. And that's, you know, what matters. I was on a podcast with my friend, Alvaro. Hopefully he's listening to this. And hopefully he's in an episode. <laughs> hey, he's going he, to. No, not he hopefully. Has to be. He, he's going to be in an episode. So mm-hmm. I was on a podcast with him and then we kind of talked about it. We were talking about our childhood and like how we grew up because he's a friend of mine since third grade. And. We kind of talked about, you know, me wanting to start podcasting. He basically said, go for it. He basically helped me, you know. I would ask him, like, dude, like, equipment, this and that. And, you know, he, he's he been helping me. He's been kind of there. You know, I've been talking to him. And, you know, another friend of mine, Steve, St. Rubio, he started a podcast, too. And then, you know, seeing, like, people that I know personally and how... I know they always had dreams and stuff and like seeing them, you know, do their thing. Like he also did like vintage clothing and stuff like that. I'm like, it it feels good knowing that someone that you've like kind of grew up with is doing something good for them. And I'm like, if I see that they're doing something good that they enjoy, I'm like, why can I do it? Why do I have to listen to my head saying you can't do this or, you know, putting myself down and stuff like that. So... Yeah, so after <laughs> almost, I mean, since forever. I've graduated, yeah, forever, I've decided to finally take a step and, you know, start it. And, you know, how J. Cole would say, this can go out one of two ways. and go up or I can go down. But at least it's going to go somewhere. And I just be like a little idea on my head. Take the action. And I feel like a friend of mine, Omar, said... Well, you're going to have to, you know, really want it. And I think that one, yes, that's like half of the half of it. The other half is, you know, actually doing it, you know, the action of it. So one is, you know, wanting it. The second one is doing it because like Nike, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. This is not a sponsorship, but, you know, if Nike, you know, if you if you want to work with me, I'll design shoes for you. They take down this episode. They take down this episode <laughs> just because I said that. They're like, no. They're like, they sue you. They sue me. They're preying on my downfall. That out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, no. Let's pretend we never heard it. If they they say something to me, I'll be like, what are you talking Nike, about, bro? Nike, who is that? We don't know that. I'm like, bro, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, 100%. You have to, like, want it and do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Um... I'm honestly, I've seen you change a lot. I I barely even knew you around last year. This this time you didn't I, even know me last I year. I didn't even uh, know you. Time, I, yeah. I I uh, I met you what January? Yeah. Like around January, around my birthday. So that's crazy. The fact that you grew so much in like a whole year, basically. Yeah. It's crazy, and like at least when I first met you, it was. 
like when you were talking and all that, I'm like, this is the guy version of me. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I see you growing and like, you know, being successful and all of that, it it inspires me to do the same. Because I'm like, how is the guy version of me going to be super successful? And I'm over here like, you know, stuck in my room playing Animal Crossing. Hey, Animal Crossing is a hard it's, thing. You have to take care of a village. Dude, with the new DLC, oh my God, interior decorator. Yeah, exactly. You know. It's it's so hard being an Animal Crossing fan, you know. It's, it's a lot good. of work, you know, keeping yeah. keeping your village, you know. You know what I could do? I could start streaming it. You can, yeah. Yeah. You know. Am I going to? I I'm not really into that, but <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> I, I remember. Ho- I mean, I'm not saying hopefully I'll do it, but I'll do it eventually. With I would always watch a lot of reaction videos for music, and that's pretty interesting to me. I really like music. I make playlists a lot. <laughs> oh, dude, your Spotify thing is filled with playlists. I have like numbered playlists. I have like almost 50 plus some that I don't have numbered. Because uh-huh. I think of playlists as... A story. Pretty much like a story, story yeah. yeah. I'm, sto- I'm having like a little story. I'm telling a story basically to myself because I'm doing the... the I'm doing it for for me. Obviously, each uh, playlist has meaning to me, and it just like whenever I go back and listen to it, it's it tells me a story. With I was gonna say no words, but you know, <laughs> with no context of the story, just telling me by the sound of this music. Because sometimes certain songs would you know be the mood that I'd be in, so it kind of takes me back, like the whole Ratatouille scene where <laughs> he eats you know the the ratatouille and then he goes back to like his childhood that's kind of me oh i thought we're, you were talking about the scene where he eats the cheese and all of that oh and he mixes it. that's that's what i was but thinking. that's me when i listen to the music back like if i close yeah. my eyes i visualize you know like things the little colors yeah and like colors. how he visualizes the taste yeah, yeah but it like it takes me back to a memory to like like if i could play a song right now and it would go back to like me a certain time in my life and i would be like wow that's you know that's that, crazy that's crazy how music can affect you like that. yeah because at least with me i have a playlist of music that i used to listen to in high school and it just takes me back yeah to like how i felt during high school which was kind of shitty sometimes but it was kind of like i've always wanted to start a riot not maybe i'll start with uh but i don't know you wanted you wanted to start a riot now you have to do it no i i think that's illegal or something we're illegal we don't need to speak on that, actually. You guys didn't hear that. I'm sorry. No, we didn't bleep that out, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but um, I feel like, at least with music, it does severely affect your your mood, too. Because yeah. I was talking to my mom about it, too. She's all like, oh, yeah, music and, like, the lyrics and the story behind it really does affect your mood. So if you listen to sad music, obviously you're going to be sad. When you wake up. And you listen to sad music, you're already starting off the day yeah. like that. So, you know. Because, like, at least with my mom, she would constantly be listening to, like, songs, like, a heartbreak songs. Really, like, you know, old songs. Like, um, you know, Jar of Hearts. Do you, do you guys remember that song? She would have that on repeat. Like, when I tell you on repeat, on repeat. And she would be like, she'd sing to it. And then she would always be sad and all that. I'm like, why are you sad? And she's like, this song... And, uh, and like now she, you know, she has been awoken, awaken. She woke up. She woke <laughs> to, up from a nap? Yeah, from her depressive nap. <laughs> but she's all like, okay, well, yeah, like, you know, the message that the song portrays is how you're going to be feeling, yeah. you know. 
So say if you're using, if you're listening to Shoreline Mafia, you you're gonna want to start it, right? Yeah. Or if you're listening to like Wash <laughs> or if you're listening to like um, what's a calm artist like Mac Miller? Mac Miller, Very, like, like uh, circles. Yeah. You know, like oh, well, <laughs> this is him. what it looks like. Yeah. You know, uh, funny you say that because a year ago, how you said it, you see me a lot different. A year ago, I was probably my lowest. One of my lowest points in my life, mm-hmm. and he would listening to his music would really help me, because it would just make me like think, relax a little bit, and you know that's also why I started playlists because they relax me, both doing them and listening to them. Cause that's that's a hobby that I wouldn't want to do for a living. I mean, I don't know if you know you could do make a living out of making playlists, but. Probably, but, you know. People get famous off of making playlists, not gonna lie. True, but. Because from what I've seen on TikTok, at least there's like, oh, you a, need a, a playlist for, like, this feeling? Here, yeah. I got you. Yeah, but. For, like, song recommendations? Yeah, true. So, I don't know. At least for right now, I feel like, um, 100%, I wouldn't want to do that as, a, like, you know more than just a hobby because it would i feel like it would chess chess me out probably Mm -hmm. but you know yeah well i feel like we should like kind of wrap it up a little bit (laughs) we can always have another conversation another day but your friends yeah if his friends are listening if you're anything like him you guys probably talk a lot yes and we could you know have a conversation (laughs) anything you want to say before we leave um mental health very important take your time especially during these times with quarantine and everything um reach out speak to someone speak to your friends if you haven't talked to them in forever be like hey what's good you know but yeah get yourself a cat my cat really helps me (laughs) well unless you're allergic um, get a hamster or something. Then it will be bad for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, then, yeah, it will be bad for you. Yeah, just get a goldfish. Yeah, get a goldfish. Walk no, it dude, or something. They're hard to take care of. They really are. But yeah, anyways, just take care of yourselves. Drink water. Yeah. Drink water, yeah. Don't forget to drink water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gonna be it for for this introduction. Uh, hopefully, if you listen to this, you would come back for the sec for the second episode and stuff like that and yeah well thank you for listening and drink water